This is the Bible teaching from the Apostolic Church, All Nations Centre in Kennington, London. Reaching the community in practical and caring ways. Here now is a timeless Word of God. Praise the Lord. I want to thank God for this privilege and opportunity that I have in Him to share His Word with you. And I pray that He will speak to every one of us as we um, wait upon him in his word. As you all already know, we've been dealing with the theme for this month, Adventures in the Things of God. And that's what I would like to be treating this morning, Adventures in the Things of God, with the subtitle, Move Forward, Move Up, Move Out. Or Move Up, Move Forward, Move Out. We've heard much uh, from this subject uh, from previous uh, speakers. Pastor Saki spoke two weeks ago and followed by Pastor Emmanuel Mbakwe. And they they gave very detailed um, um, uh, introduction to the subject adventure. I I want to focus on more of the moving out in in the things of God. And I pray that this message will be an encouragement to you as we wait Upon God. I have three things to read. The first one is in John chapter 5, verse 20. For the Father loves the Son and shows him all things that he himself does, and he will show him greater works than these that you may marvel. John, the second one is in John 14, 12. Most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also, and greater works than these he will do, because I go to my Father. The third one is in Philippians chapter 3, 12 and 13. Not that I have already attained um, or am already perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended. But one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. I would like to um, 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 combine these uh, scriptures with the, the, the prayer of um, one called Francis Drake. And I'll more focus on his prayer or what people, other people call poem of Sir Francis Drake. As children of God, we have been called to the greater and upward and forward life in God. Our God has called us to make progress on whatever he has given to us. Therefore, we are always to seek to move forward in God. God is a progressive God. We are told in John 5.20 that only, not only did God show Jesus Christ the great works that he was doing, because Jesus had to watch the Father do. And then he said, whatever the Father do, that's what I also do. But he said, he will show him greater works. As he looks up to the Father, Christ said he will do greater works than the works that he did. Jesus maintains the same stance towards those that believe in him. He said, greater works than he did, will they do? Which means, There are greater things in God. What Jesus did was not the final. 
There are greater things in God that every believer in Christ should look for or to reach. There is so much activity being done by the Lord, but we miss out because our eyes are either blind to the little or the great things which God is doing right in front of us, but we cannot see. Paul says, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. And this should be the heart cry of every one of us. Now let's, let's talk about Francis Drake. Who is this Francis Drake? About two months ago in one of our Saturday prayer meetings, we studied this famous uh, prayer of the English most famous sailor and explorer, Sir Francis Drake. He lived between 1540 and 1596. His adventurous life was filled with many accomplishments which helped England to create a great empire in the new world. One of his notable accomplishments was his circumnavigation of the world in a single expedition, which remains one of the great feats in history on record. Sir Francis Drake was very adventurous. He was very brave. He was very fearless. And these are characteristics that every born-again Holy Spirit-filled believer should demonstrate. We should demonstrate the, the character of an, the adventurous spirit. We should be brave in the things that God wants us to acquire and move forward in. We, and we, have, we need not to be fearful. We should be fearless because of the things which God will be uh, take the places where God will be taking us. And, he, and we know we have an adversary who doesn't like what God wants to do among his people. So we need not to be fearful. He was considered by the Spanish somehow as pirate because they couldn't stand in. He beat them on, 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 on the sea on many times. So they consider him pirate. But we, I, I, I see the prayer that he prayed, the prayer that was found in his ship diary. It was composed on the eve of one of his grand ventures. And I find this very inspiring and moving as we consider this man's preaching theme, Adventures in the Things of God. St. Francis Drake asked the Lord in his prayers to disturb us because we have misplaced our priorities. We have placed emphasis on the unimportance of life and given little or no attention to the important. We have come to the place where we are calling little abundance. We sell the things we sell with abundance because we have lost the taste of real water of life. So he asked the Lord to disturb us so that we will come back to the right mindset. We, we heard much about disturbance how God disturbed us in previous uh, preaching. So I wouldn't like to uh, dwell so much on the word disturbance. Francis Drake said, we are following life on earth so much so that we have ceased to drink the water of the life of eternity. We have built our effort on this earth and have allowed our vision to dim. We, have, we no longer have vision of heaven, but rather the vision of earth where we have built our possessions. So he prayed that God would disturb us. In particular, in the third stanza of the prayer, of what, what others may call us poem, we see, said Francis Drake, asking the Lord to make us bolder to dare to venture. 
And I, I'm going, I want to read the, the third stanza, which talks about that. He says, Disturb us, Lord, to dare more boldly, to venture on wider seas, where storms will show your mastery, where losing sight of land we shall find the stars. We ask you to push back the horizons of our hopes and to push into future in strength, courage, hope, and love. Amen. This prayer is what Francis Drake uh, prayed, that God would help us to take adventure into the place he referred to as the wider sea. The wider sea. He recognized that on the wider sea, we can experience three notable things. Firstly, we meet the storm. Secondly, we lose sight of land and find the stars. Thirdly, we see the beautiful horizon, which is the apparent meeting place of the earth and sky. And I want to talk on these three points that going out into the wider sea implies. Going out in the wider sea means venturing out going out, moving forward, taking risk. But of course, for the believer, our risk is in, in the hands of the Lord. In other words, letting loose, let the Holy Spirit take over, let God take over, let the will of God break through, let the, the thoughts of God for your life come to pass. Allow yourself to be, to be carried by the wind of the Spirit. Meet the storm. Lose sight of the land and, and, and find the stars and see the beautiful horizon. Let's talk about the storm. It's only when we are in the wider sea that we can see real storm. Storms, great storms are not found by the shore. It's when we get inside. And it's only in the storm that we see what we are made of. Sir Drake intimated that the storms will show God's mastery. In other words, it is in the storm that the believer sees the wonders and greatness of God. Then he learns to totally rely or trust God for miracles or deliverance. When you see what is able to do, what, what is possible in God, then you can dream of deliverance. You can dream of miracles. How can you ask for miracles when you don't know what your God can do? He said it's in the storm that we see the masteries of God. Sometimes God doesn't deliver us from the storm, but delivers us within the storm. He develops us within the storm. He makes the best out of our lives. In the storms, there's darkness over there. And he delivers. They say the best photography is what? It comes out in the darkness. Whilst we are in the storm in the darkness, God develops us. He allows the storm to bring out the comprehensive knowledge that are embedded in us to come to fall. It is when a person is in a storm, knowing that no help is coming, that the, the, the proficiency of his knowledge is revealed. The skills you have comes to, to bear when no one is around to help you. The extent of how much he, a person knows about the subject matter is now revealed. So the storm brings out the best of the person. Therefore, on the wider sea, just as we see God's mastery, 
we can also demonstrate our mastery of knowledge, of gifting, the gifting that God has placed in us, the talents, the acquired skills we have have in life, or the best that has been planted in us. As we venture into the spiritual adventure with the Holy Spirit, who alone knows the mind of God? We tap into the broad and deep knowledge of God. Often we don't know what God has done in our lives or what he has in store for us. And it is by daring to venture deeper into God that we are able to discover that we are made, we are, we are able to discover what we are made of. The Bible says that eyes have not seen or ears heard, nor our any heart felt what God has prepared for those that love him. So these things have been prepared already, but how do we tap to them? Unless we go deeper in God, unless we go forward in God, unless we break out in God, we will not discover those things which God says, no eyes have seen, no ears have heard, no heart has felt. Unless we dare to break out in God, unless we step out by faith, we will not discover these things. Are they real or are they just fantasies? Is God just saying this in his scripture? Or they are possible to realize? Sometimes we fail to step out in faith. Therefore, we fail to see what are possible in God. There are things we never will know are there in God until we dare by faith. When we step out in faith, we will see the possibilities and the heights that are attainable in God. Jesus says in John 14, 12, Most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also. And greater works than these, he will do because I go to the Father. Has Jesus gone to the Father? If he has gone, then this promise is still there for us. The second point is this. He said, as we enter the storm, as we, as, we, as, we, as we go to the storm, we lose sight of land and find stars. So losing sight of land and finding the stars. Cedric mentioned that it's in the wider sea that we lose sight of the land. As we go further from the land, we are able to find the stars. And I said, with the coming of the modern civilization and its technology, with the inventions of artificial lights in the town and cities, we have lost touch of the brightness of the stars. Because of technology, we, we no longer see the stars. When I was growing up in, 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 in back home in Ghana, where few lights were there, artificial lights, when you lie down, you lie down on the, on the ground, maybe your backyard, you could see, you, can, you, could, you start to count the stars. You see the plenty bright stars up there. Now you go, you can't see them because the streets, the homes, everywhere we have lights shining. So you cannot see. But when we move to the wider sea, we lose sight of these artificial lights on land and we become surrounded by darkness. And I said, in the darkness, God is developing us. But also, where there is thick darkness, even the further stars, they shine brightly. In your darkness, you can now see the natural brightness of the, of, of the stars above. So it is. As we go deeper in God and we lose sight of the desires of this earth, 
which I represent, which I represent by the land, as we leave the land, as we leave the desires of this earth, and we are able to reach into the desires of God in the realms of the spirit, and we find the things which once more were not were not cited due to, to the presence of the artificial light, we begin to see the, the natural, the things of God, which the, the earthly desires have blared our eyes and covered our eyes and made our eyes to, be, to go dim. We begin to see them. The brightness of the stars, they are always there. But we need to move away from the artificial light. We need to move away from those things which are artificial which are the things which block or blare our eyes from seeing the stars. There are places we can reach in God. Let's lose the desires of this earth and look heavenward. We must not seek our treasures here on earth or settle for the things of the earth, but set our minds on things above in Christ, as Scripture joins us. The third bit that he spoke of, and I'll bring my sermon to a close, it talks about the horizon of the hope, that God should push back. God should push back the horizon of our hope. Every time one comes closer to the horizon, in fact, the horizon is the place, it's apparent place where the earth is meeting the sky, and you can never reach there. As the more you go, the more it, it, it pushes back. As one comes closer to it, it seems to move further away. In life, when one attains one hope, the tendency to settle is there. And never to move forward is very high. That tendency is very high. Once you obtain all my hope, what I'm hoping for in life, said Francis Drake, therefore asked the Lord to push back the horizon of our hope. In other words, he asked the Lord to push our hopes into the future. Into the future. So we shall always be found chasing it, chasing for it. It's like chasing for our tomorrow, which never arrives. Tomorrow, tomorrow comes, there's another tomorrow. You, you are rich tomorrow, there's another tomorrow. You never arrive at tomorrow. Every day there is a tomorrow. As the hope of our horizon is pushed back by God, we keep moving forward to reach them. And in so doing, we enter into our future. We are pushed into our future. And so don't become st static. We don't become static. We don't become uh, stagnant. We don't get to stay at one place, but we are pushed into the future. This creates in us a desire and hunger to keep moving forward, to keep moving forward. As God pushes back, we keep moving forward. As we do so, we make discoveries. It's not just moving, but as we are moving forward into our future, we are discovering. We are discovering certain aspects of the Holy Spirit, certain aspects of God's wonders, certain aspects of what is possible in God, certain aspects of things which are within us that we didn't even think that we are, we are capable of doing. We begin to discover them. As we wait on God, the Bible says, there are things in the future, that is our spiritual horizon, which are possible in God, but of which we have no clue. It's possible to take strides in God. And as we do so, we are able to see the future. We are able to understand things of the future. We don't become short-sighted. We receive revelations and visions. We receive strength. We have insight into circumstances. We are able to discern. 
We are able to know the times and seasons. We see the broader and bigger picture in God. And so therefore, the, the, there may be no need for us to quabble. There will be no, sometimes we quabble because we don't know what is in the mind of God. We don't know what God intends to do. And so we, we quabble about little, little things, unimportant things. But if, if we could see, then we see the bigger picture. Oh, we say hallelujah. You see your brother going, so we say praise God, move on brother, move on sister. Drake asked God to help us to do all this by his strength so that we don't get weary. By his courage so that we don't get discouraged with the challenges we see. And I tell you there are challenges as we venture into the wilder sea. By his hope so we keep going forward. By his love so we keep loving him and the burden as we forge ahead. In conclusion... I want to encourage you to embark on this wonderful adventure with the Lord. It is a lifelong journey, and you will go through hard times. However, in our hard times, let's look to Christ and not our circumstances. God's great goal is to work in us and conform us into the image of Christ. Whether it's in your marriage, in your singleness, at work, or at church, God desires to work through you. Prayer is greatly needed on this adventure. Prayer is needed on this adventure. Prayer is greatly needed on this adventure. On this adventure, we must not stop trusting in the Lord. Sometimes things might get rough. And we have to walk by faith that God is leading us in the right direction. I'll end with the writing of the writer of Hebrews chapter 13, 5b and 6. And that should encourage us. Hebrews 13, 5b and verse 6. For he himself has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear. What can man do to me? The Lord bless you. Thank you for listening to God's word. We are the Apostolic Church All Nation Center in Kennington, London. Find us at Tyus Terrace, Kennington, London, SE11 5LY. Our telephone number is 0207-820-9917. On the web, we are at www.apostolic-anc.org All Nation Center, reaching out to you in practical and caring ways.